Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Welcome back to the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. I am your host, Derek Grant. I am unbelievably grateful to share this time with you here in space and time. Um, thank you. Thank you for, for coming back. If you've been here before, if you're a, a regular listener, thank you for um, joining me if this for some reason is your first time. So um, this is always a pleasure. I, 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 I've i told you, I've shared this with you before that how like I'm I'm constantly on a hunt and I've always been this way. I didn't realize, but I'm always wanting to better understand myself. I always want to understand my environment. I've always been this way. I've always been inquisitive. So for me to share kind of my life with you through my understanding of things, it's always a privilege and honor. And, you know, I always, I always think it's cool when I, when people like send me an email or like I had a guy the other day randomly walked up to me and he's like, man, I listen to your podcast and it's, not from an egoic sense, is it cool, but because I'm sitting here in a room by myself and I don't know who this is touching or who it's going to um, impact. So anytime somebody lets me know, I'm grateful and I'm appreciative of it. So I just want to say thank you all to um, for you, though, those of you who have let me know that you enjoy enjoy this podcast. Um, today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about thought forms, what thoughts are, why they're important, Um on a deeper level, on a deeper metaphysical level, this was something that I'd say probably for the last five to six weeks, I have been trying to um, not process because I I fully comprehended inside the mind, but really be able to articulate it to someone who has no clue, right? This is, this is what I feel as though my gift is and is, is taking, I told my wife this morning, taking calculus and breaking it down into third grade math and explaining it. Um, this takes time. This takes time because here's why. Your consciousness is non-local, meaning it's not inside of your body. Right? Your actual consciousness is not inside your body. But then the universal consciousness from what you broke off of, your consciousness broke off of, what we would refer to as God or the source, the creator, is everywhere as well. Well, your consciousness, think of it like this, like the crumb, which is you, broke off of the cookie, which is the universal consciousness and through self-realization you are working your way back up to that cookie that you fell off of so as you raise your vibration as you raise your frequency you start raising your the point at which you can receive information because here's what a lot of people don't realize because everything comes from the universal consciousness it comes from the same source all information, all wisdom, all creativity is readily available, but the thing is, it's at different points or different frequencies. So if it's at 101.3 and you're at 98.5, you're only going to pick up information and creativity and wisdom and all of that at 98.5. You're not going to have access to it So at 101.3. So this is where a lot of people don't realize when we we worship these people like Elon Musk and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, this is why Albert Einstein said everybody had the capable capability of being a genius. Being a genius just meant you had attuned yourself to the higher frequencies where that information was 
available. So if I, so this is the way I think. I, I process everything. I think of everything like a radio station. So seeing, being able to explain this to you is at 105.3, but I'm sitting at 102.5 right now. I know that I have some inner work. I have to work on raising my vibration through meditation, through watching what I eat, through stillness, through better understanding myself. This raises my vibration, which then raises my frequency to have access to the information so I can bring it to you. So if you notice the evolution of this podcast, we're in season three right now, but if you notice the evolution of the podcast from season one to season three, you can see that it's gone deeper and deeper and deeper. And the reason why it's going deeper and deeper and deeper is because I'm having more access. I have more access to higher information now than I did back then. And hopefully uh, we'll, we'll just keep this show rolling. Here's the beauty, beauty of it. It's infinite. It's infinite. It'll keep going. Like This is why we look at humans today, right? Human beings, our level of consciousness, well, some of us at least, is at a higher place than it's ever, well, I'd say ever been, because back back, back then, back when they built the pyramids and everything, they were pretty, I mean, it was pretty high. And I won't get into that on this episode of why we kind of go through these, these evolutionary phases. But um, I wanted to explain today, like, how you had, how you, how you tap into the, the part of you that has everything already. This is why I try to tell people, you got all the answers. You literally have all the answers because you are the crumb that fell off the cookie. You just had to climb your way back up. Okay, well, D, how do I climb myself back up? I can break it down to you of the how, but I'm just going to give you the framework of what it is and how it actually works. And then you can start to formulate your own plan because here's the thing. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. People are like, well, how do you meditate or what do you do? And I'm like, what I do may not work for you. What I do, and I look at some, you know, some other people's spiritual practices and they don't work for me. The key was for you to find you, to better understand you. This is where people don't realize like everything is you. Everything is you. If you want to take, if you want to take life to the next level or take your life to the next level, focus on you. Focus on you. That's all you got to do. Just focus on you because everything was you. Everything on the outside of you is a projection of you. So, okay, I'll give you an example. Okay. We've talked about this before, but. Um, if I see someone on the side of the road who's, um, let's just say he has tattered clothes on, I'm going to look at him and say, oh no, look at him. He's based on my level of consciousness. So if I live in a, a, a level of fear, resentment, hate, I will project that onto him and see him as a threat and see him as, oh no, what he's going to do? If I give him money, he's probably going to go buy drugs anyway. How many times do we say that? Or we'll say, well, I'm not spending, he's, he's using up uh, taxpayers' hard-earned money. How many times do we say that when we see someone who's, who's maybe homeless or struggling, right, on the side of the road? They hold a sign up that says, veteran, foreign veteran, need help. But then someone who comes from a place of love, compassion, of peace, they will see that same person and say, man, I got to help him. Let's see if I, let me, I'm going to go get him something to eat. Not that one's better than the other. It's based on your level of consciousness and your state of being that you're projecting onto that person. The person has not changed. So this is why when you see at, at, at a corner or somewhere, and you see someone who's, who's kind of maybe down bad or struggling a little bit, and I say down bad, I say it relative, but they need help. Some people help and some won't. You're seeing the differences in the, in the level of consciousness or the state of being. So I say that, and I can't emphasize this enough because everything was literally you. It's just you. It's just you. I know it looks like, the outside circumstances are like, oh, this happened. My boss said this. And you don't understand these guys at work. They're jerks. You don't know. No, it's you. It's you. I have a client who was telling me that he was, these guys at work were just, he can't stand them. 
And I looked at him and said, well, what, what part of you can you not stand? What's wrong with you? What, what, what do you have such unsettled parts of you that you are projecting onto them? What, what are you talking about? No, well, because I look at these same guys and what they've done. I don't think it's a big deal. So how could this one situation be two different things? We've talked about this thousands of times. And my whole point of this is, is realizing that everything is just you. Nothing exists outside of you. Okay. Um, another thing too, I'm hearing all this chatter about uh, Aaron Rodgers, football player, right? Two-time MVP, quarterback for the uh, Packers. And I, I saw he came out and said that um, he had um, done ayahuasca, right? He had done ayahuasca and this was the reason why he had played the best football of his life. He had those two back-to-back seasons. Okay. And I, now I'm seeing all these other football players. I'm here. I got like bunch of texts about people sending me hey you see this you see this i did the episode last week or two weeks ago that i did on plant medicine and my experience with it here's what we got to understand about plant medicine okay especially ayahuasca this is kind of like my disclaimer okay because somebody asked me the other day hey do you think i should do this you got to understand that this stuff is powerful especially ayahuasca i'm talking specifically about ayahuasca if you are not in a place meaning if you have not done your work if you have not done the work to heal your inner child or at least start the process of that if you do not have a better understanding of yourself than most then i'm telling you ayahuasca will leave you in a place of it will rock your world so i only say that because it's a disclaimer like this is not recreational stuff this stuff is to help heal your soul and i'm not just talking about this lifetime we will touch on you, this isn't your first rodeo, not in this episode, but when you start understanding quote unquote past lives and you start to understand that the traumas that you are healing are not just from this existence and this incarnation, because we're so, so, so clear of where we go. We've been taught and reading these books and everything where we go when we die. You never ask where you came from. When you sit down and really ask yourself that with three hours of just pure contemplation, you're going to have some questions that will have your mind in a pretzel, but we're not going to touch on that right now. So my whole point of this is realizing that plant medicine is not a recreational thing. It is Mother Gaia. It is the universe's gift to human beings for them to remember what they are. It is not something for you to take recreationally, be like, oh yeah, I got high and then hit. No, 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 no. It's to show you what you have to do. But then when you come back to this quote unquote 3D reality, you still have to do the work. So, um, I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Thought forms. Thought forms. Okay. Let me start with this. Okay. You, every thought that you have, um, okay, we'll use it as a cartoon. You see in the cartoons or like a comic book, the thoughts that are coming from someone's head in a cartoon are, it's like a bubble. It's a cloud. Okay. Liken thought forms to this. Okay. But because thought forms exist on such a high frequency, they're at such a high vibration, we cannot perceive them with our eyes, okay? So there are those who have psychic abilities that are able to perceive thought forms, and I forgot what her name is. She's an author, and she she wrote, she made a book and a template so you could see thought forms. I've seen thought forms maybe three or four times in my life, and they're flashes of light, literally, because everything is light, right? They're flashes of light. That are packets of information. So think of it like that. Every time you have a thought, it gets a little tiny little beanbag of light gets thrown out into the ether, into the universal mind, into the sea of energy, whatever you want to call it, a unified field. It gets thrown out. 
Okay. Now that we know through thermodynamics, nothing, no energy is created, created or destroyed. It's only transformed. This thought form is now floating around in this ether, in this unified field, the sea of energy. So this is why sometimes you will have thoughts that just pop in your head and you're like, where did this, where did this come from? Where did this come from? The reason why was because thoughts, when I have a thought, it doesn't just disappear. It doesn't just disappear. So if I have a thought at 98.5, that thought is there at 98.5 that somebody else may be able to perceive or have that thought pop into their level of awareness and tear into onto their um their sphere of understanding or sphere of awareness because they're attuned to that same frequency. So this is where like this is where meditation is really possible uh, powerful. You can literally literally tap into information through like of other of Albert Einstein of 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 Kobe Bryant of like whoever attuned to their frequency because you are attuning yourself to that so I can't tell you how many times I've gone into a meditation to gather information and gather knowledge of what I needed to do because I'm attuning my frequencies attuning my consciousness to the frequency of where that packet of information is so we hear about Thomas Edison, who I think he had like over 2,000 patents or something like that. And he used to get into uh, basically an altered state of consciousness where he would sit on a chair on a linoleum floor with like a, a, a metal sphere in his hand and he would fall asleep. And when he would fall asleep, this sphere would fall out of his hand onto the floor and wake him up. But he knew the reason why he did this is because he was in such he was in an altered state of consciousness that allowed himself to be open to any information at higher frequencies, at high, these higher these packets of information, these thought forms that are residing at higher frequencies. So why this is so important? It's because your physical brain, also called the human mind, is, is basically the smaller version of the universal mind. The universal mind is all around you. It's everything, right? It's a field. And this, your human mind, is a receptor for. This is why Nikola Tesla said, my brain is just a receiver. So when you have these sensory sensory neurites on your brain, think of it like this. These sensory neurites are on your brain and they open and close, right? And they're open. You're able to receive information that's higher on higher frequencies. And when they're closed, you're on you're on lower frequencies. The key, the sorry, the key. The key was for you to open up your mind. Literally open up these sensory neurites so you could have more information. Well, how do I open up my mind? Getting adequate sleep, watching what you eat, staying away from processed foods, right? Making sure that you're monitoring your thoughts, meditation. This has you, because here's the thing, everything is based on vibration. So when I'm having negative thoughts, negative emotions, I'm going to be in a lower vibration, which causes these sensory neurites to close. So now I don't have access to higher information, right? So this is I'm just giving you, I'm laying the framework, the foundation, because here in a little bit, I'm going to, I'm going to really dive into the science of it so you can see how it actually works. So this is why brain health was so important. Brain health is everything because this was the tool that you've been gifted with. You've been gifted with to have access to it. This is just the receiver. Consciousness is the conceiver. Brain is a receiver. And then you perceive. Okay. These are the three steps. I'm going to really, 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 really break this down here in a minute, but Thought forms, these these packets of information get thrown out there. This is what materializes into matter. Quantum physics has proven this. Dr. Carl Prebrum, we can go through the list. I'm reading a book right now called The Tao of Physics. And it's it's basically linking 
mysticism, ancient mysticism of the Tao and other religions, Buddhism, Hinduism, and showing modern day quantum physics and how they were speaking this thousands of years ago. They understood this. They knew this. So your thoughts literally become things. And I'm going to explain how and what the process is. And the reason why this is important is because there's, you, 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 you can literally create everything through the mind. This is why the ancients used to always say the mind is all. The mind is all. That's it. When you understand that, I got to monitor it. So I was telling my wife, and I have to do more research on it. Okay? I'm going to do more research. But uh, we look in the Bible, Solomon's temple, right? Solomon. Solomon was the, the son of King David, right? And God went to him and said, you can have anything. You can have anything. What do you want? You can have the riches. You can have anything. Solomon said, I want wisdom. I want wisdom. And some of you may have seen it. I walk around with a shirt that says, wisdom is greater than wealth. And this is where this came from. Because when you have wisdom, meaning you have access to this information and you have experiences along the way, uh, you can create wealth. And I'm just not not talking financially. You can create wealth whenever you want. So wealth was just the effect. Wisdom was the cause. So when you have access to the cause, (laughs) shoot, the effect is nothing. So Solomon says, I want wisdom. So he starts building this temple. Now, I have to do the research on it, but there's a... from. From what I hear, when they start explaining the 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 dimensions of the um, temple that he built, it's like X amount of cubits high, and this tall. When you add up them, whatever mathematical equations, addition, subtraction, division, whatever it is, it was the dimensions. Sorry, it was it was the same numbers that was the speed of light. Okay, why is that important? Why is that important? Speed of light. Your thoughts move at the speed of light. And within this this video game, the simulation, we know that light is the computer processing speed. Nothing moves faster than the speed of light in this um, uh, simulation of space and time. Okay, But then Solomon was building this temple because this was what was going to house God. What are these two points on the side of your head called? They're called temples. Because temples were what housed God. They knew that the mind was all because, and and they thought consciousness was within your mind, but your brain was what received consciousness. It's not their seat of consciousness. It receives consciousness. So when you understand that, the mind of man is the mind of God, source, creator, uh, Brahman, uh, Allah, whatever you want to refer to it as, your mind is that. You can, and, and here's the beauty of it. There is no limit to what you can, what, what, what your, your, um, frequency can get to what your what your understanding can get to so this is why like i read i I was trying to i was trying to get on this podcast my desk here is just i mean one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two i had twenty two books sitting on my desk that i had to clean off and the reason why is because i understand that this thing that i have is in with within my skull it is infinite. It can store information like there is no cap. And it's pulling from something that is infinite. So why don't I just go ahead and fill this up, right? So back to the point, thought forms. So these packets of information that when you have a thought, every time you have a thought, it goes out into the ether, okay? Now through quantum physics, you know, we can go through the, the, the CIA, this, this document of the Gateway Project, the assessment of it. They have, if you go to page 20, um, section 30, part B, called patterning. They talk about this. We've talked about this before, right? It says it involves, sorry, the technique involves the use of consciousness to observe, 
sorry, to achieve desired objectives in the physical, emotional, intellectual sphere. It involves concentration on the desired objective while in a focus 12 state, extension of the individual's perception of that objective into the whole expanded consciousness. The whole expanded consciousness is this field, this sea of energy that you live in, also called the universal mind, also called the unified field, whatever name you want to call it. And its projection into the universe with the intention that the desired objective is already a matter of established achievement, which is destined to be realized within a specific time frame. So these thought forms that you have, these packets of information, create holograms. And they project into the universal hologram. Because you are living in a holographic universe. And I'll explain that here in a minute. But... It goes on to explain that this particular, this particular methodology is based on the belief that the thought patterns generated by our consciousness in a state of expanded awareness create holograms, which represent the situation we desire to bring about, and in doing so, establish the basis for actual realization of that goal. Once the thought-generated hologram of the sought-after objective is established in the universe, the unified field, it becomes an aspect of reality which interacts with the universal hologram to bring about the desired objective which might not occur under you, under other circumstances. Okay, What this is saying is when you have a thought, when you have a packet of, uh, of information that leaves your mind that you cannot see because it's, at, it's outside of the visible light spectrum, right? Because remember, we only see 0.0035 of the entire visible light spectrum. When it leaves and goes out to the ether, think about it like this. If I think of a piece of pizza and I see it in my mind's eye because I'm in this meditative state, that goes out into the ether as a hologram that we cannot perceive as that piece of pizza that I see. When I add emotion behind it, right? When I have the feeling of having the pizza already, that is putting more energy behind that thought form, which then starts to um, basically materialize itself into the universal hologram that you are living in. So this is why people are, people are like, oh, well, especially as of late, because we are in a time of vibrational acceleration where the frequency of Mother Earth, this field that we live in is getting higher. So things are materializing quicker. Yo, I literally just thought about this. And then the next day it happened. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Because we are, and depending on your level of vibration, depending on the frequency that you're at, this is going to determine the rate that this manifests itself at. So when we go even deeper, the more complicated the objective sought and the more radically it departs from our current reality, the more time the universal hologram will need to reorient our reality sphere to accommodate our desires. So why is this important? This is why you had to control your mind. You must control your thoughts. You must not allow someone else to think for you. If I sit here and tell you the world is going to end, the world is going to end, the world is going to end. And I constantly tell you this. And now here I am putting you in a lower vibration in a state of fear. And now I have your heart believing that the world will end. And I get the people around you to say this. And I get um, um, the news in media, in movies, and everyone to keep saying that the world 
world is going to end, the world is going to end. Here, after a while, if you do not have control over your own thoughts and your emotions, you will start to believe what I am projecting onto you. And now my thoughts and my perceptions have become your thoughts and your perceptions. Now what will end up happening is you and I are projecting the same hologram into the universal hologram, the same thought form. So then here's what happens. Now, what if everyone do this? does this? We know that there's something called the collective consciousness, what Carl Jung had coined, right? That basically means that we are all connected to the same source of consciousness. And when I have a thought form and you have a thought form and enough of us have the same thought form, this becomes the collective thought form and this will be what we all begin to think. Okay, so now guess what? Guess what's happening? Whoever, whoever, or let's just say me, I am now using your consciousness. I am using your thoughts to create the reality that I want. I am using your mind to project holograms, thought forms into the field to materialize and manifest the reality that I want. So this is what people don't, don't realize. Someone asked me, said, is there such thing as the devil? I said, yes and no. Yes and no. If we really read the Bible and you go back and read the esoteric teachings of the Bible, Satan comes from the Hebrew word hasatan, H-A-S-S-A-T-A-N, which means the deceiver or the adversary. It did not have anything to do with a physical being with a uh, with a red horn. It had nothing to do with that. When we understand that the Bible was the, was basically a psychological book of metaphors and allegories and parables about the inner state of man and how to become enlightened or fully self-realized. But here's what happens. If I tell you enough that Satan is this evil character that's going to come in at night and he hides in the darkness and he has horns and he comes. Are you see if I can create this character? To create fear now, we're all, and I draw it out, now we are literally creating thought forms that are manifesting in this reality. So here's what I realized. Everything is just energy. That's all it is. But then see, through our brain, we then process consciousness. So there's only uh, higher higher energies, higher frequencies, and then there's lower frequency. We'll use for just for easy purposes. We'll use the the words that we use as angels and demons. They're just they're just different spe- spectrums of the of the uh, of the same pole, right? The same same the same thing, right? Angels are at one end of the spectrum. Demons are at the other end. We then, through our collective consciousness, project what we believe that sees. I told you one time, maybe I didn't. I had a meditation. I saw this little demon run in our house. So when I had an Akashic reading, this lady's like, oh, there's no, there's no demons. It's just, you know, energy. And, but then your brain processes it how you can understand it. So it was lower energy. It was dark energy trying to come in the house. But then my brain creates this thing, this, this personified entity so I could understand it. And this is what this is. Okay, I'm going to break this down. Here's how it works. Okay. Here's how it works. It's something called Fourier transforms. Okay, Fourier transform. This is how your brain is used to interpret uh, and project your reality. So your brain takes in light waves or sound. It could be sound too. Then these frequencies then resonate with the neurons in your brain. Then those neurons send those frequencies to a second set of neurons. Okay, and then those second set of neurons then translates the coded information within the frequencies using a type of mathematics called Fourier transforms. I'm going to take a pause right there real quick. Okay, actually, I'm going to keep going. 
The Fourier transforms then get sent to a third set of neurons, which then translate into an image as you see it. Okay? So Fourier transforms is the same mathematics that is used to encode a hologram into holographic film, which is why your brain is actually holographic. So this is why Einstein went on to say that if you match the frequency of your reality you want to create, you cannot help but get that reality. This is not philosophy, he said. This is physics. In essence, basically what he's telling you is that physical matter is just encoded waves of information which transforms to look like the physical reality that you see. Holy moly. Holy moly, moly, moly. Okay, so I told you CIA document through patterning what they said, right? Then I just gave you uh, the mathematical of how your brain breaks down Fourier transforms. Okay, so I'm sitting here reading a book by Dr. Um, David Hawkins, the late, great Dr. David Hawkins, and it's called Letting Go. And I just got to read this part to you because it's it's wild. He says, science now postulates a transcendent frequency beyond space and time, meaning that there's there is a frequency that exists outside of the universe, right? When we know that anything that creates the universe or created it would have had to have existed outside of it. So you can call it whatever you want. You can call it God, source, creator, Allah, Brahman, whatever you want to refer to it as. But this is what he's speaking of. An impressive body of research in many laboratories has demonstrated that the brain perceives by sophisticated mathematical analysis of frequency patterns. Now they know that these are called Fourier transforms. These findings have resulted in the so-called holographic paradigm, which states that everything in this universe is connected with everything else, including the human mind. In the hologram, each part contains the whole. Consequently, each individual mind is capable of reflecting the entire universe. This relationship between consciousness and science constitutes a whole field in which there is rapidly growing interest. And he, this is written, you know, 20 something years ago. But here's what he says. Leading among these researchers are neuroscientist Carl Prebram of Stanford University and the late physicist David Bohm of the University of London, whose theories can be summarized as this. Our brains mathematically construct concrete reality by interpreting frequencies from another dimension, a realm of meaningful, patterned, primary primary reality that transcends time and space. The brain is therefore a hologram interpreting a holographic universe. Now, let me take and do what I do now. Let me do what I do now. This is where I've been blessed and gifted within this lifetime to be able to do this. Your brain is merely a filter, a receiver that is pulling from the source of all, the universal consciousness, the absolute, the all, God, Brahman, source, the creator, the father, universal consciousness, the universal mind. It is pulling from that, that which knows everything, that which has all information, that which is the alpha and the omega, that which always has been and always will be, that which has created our physical universe, the heavens and the earth. The brain is the link between that and this. The human mind, aka the brain, is what enabled us to have access to it, which is why they referred to it in ancient times as temples, because they knew that this was the gateway. This was the thing that housed God. 
Are you staying with me here? So why is this so important? Because your human physical brain was everything. But that wasn't all. That wasn't everything. It wasn't all. You had the human mind, which was inside, encased inside your skull. And then you had the universal mind. And the two were linked. And the two worked together. You have been gifted with the ability through imagination, through memory, through intuition, through reason, through willpower, through... uh, 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 um, Oh, what's the last one? Reason, intuition. Sorry, my see my brain goes. I get I get amped up. There were six of them. That's my point. You have these six muscles, these six higher faculties of your mind that enabled you to create your reality, which enabled you to bring heaven down to earth. People don't realize when you read the Lord's Prayer, this is what we were talking about. This is what it was talking about. Our Father, I broke it down here. I'm going to translate this to you so you can see. You can see what it's talking about here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Our Father. Let me let me pull this up real quick. I, I interpreted what it was saying, the esoteric meanings. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our trespasses. If we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive those who trespass against lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from you for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. So if we go back and understand what the esoteric teachings, I'll read it to you. Our inner state of being, who is inside of all of us, hallowed be thy name. Thy inner state of peace may come, that the will be done on the physical plane as it is on the mental plane. Give us this present moment where we create from, and let us accept everything in the present moment just as it is, as we accept all things that have happened as they are. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thou is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. This is why it was so important for you to stay present. When you were present, this was the only place where this, where, 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 where you were pulling from the source of everything. This is where it was. It was only in the present moment because it existed outside of space and time. So if it exists exists outside of space and time, that means there is no past and there is no future. It's only present. See, when we have where we're we're right now, where we are here, where we are in this 3D simulation, this matrix that we're in, there is space and time. It's a video game. There is space and time. But you had to hold your mind in the present moment. That's why you can't let things of the past hold you back and you can't let the things of the future worry you. You had to stay right where you were. Stay right where you were. Be right here. Be present. Right? So your thoughts literally become things. They literally become things. I know I went a little long today, but I had to get you to understand that don't just think because you're having a thought that it's just a thought. And no, no. When you sit here and worry about your children and you stress out about them or you worry about this job or you worry about how you pay these bills, you're having a thought that's throwing, that's going out. You're making a hologram. When you add energy behind it, it materializes and it's going to manifest in your life, quote unquote, good or bad. So this is why you got to be so hyper aware. But to be aware, you had to take time to be still. You had to meditate. You had to journal. You had to do all of these things. Because this is what was going to increase your awareness so you could start to be, 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 be aware of what that, that's, that thing that was creating your life, literally creating this reality. Look at the house that you're in. Look at the car that you're in. Look at everything that you're in. It first started with a thought form that then materialized itself into physical matter. It was somebody's imagination. It was somebody's imagination with just a thought. I sat and looked at everything. I did a, uh, actually, I did a, uh, yesterday I was in a meditation. 
And I was talking to, to, to universal consciousness, to source, to God, and it was telling me, look at everything around you. Look at everything around you. These are just manifestations of my thought that you all had access to and then created. It's different when you understand. It's different when you understand what it's telling you. You got you got everything right here. Everything's already here. That's why like, I now know I have no fear. I have no fear because I know what I am and what I'm pulling from. I'm the cookie that fell off the crumb. Sorry, I'm the crumb that fell off the cookie. But I'm actually not the crook, the, the crumb. I'm the cookie inside the crumb. Same, same was with you. Know what you're pulling from. Know what you're, know what you're pulling from. Do not have fear. Do not worry. Do not stress. You gotta, you gotta remember what you are. You forgot what you were. You forgot. You were the thing that broke off. You broke off of the main thing. And this was it. So, you know, I always leave you with something that you need to do or not what you need to do. I only advise you what you should do. Of course, continue on your journey of better understanding yourself, but start to become aware of these thought forms that you're throwing out. These little tiny holograms, right? You start to meditate or you start to be still or you start to live from the end result being done. You're going to start to see things change rapidly in this time that we're in. This is the best time to be alive. I will tell you that. If you're here right now, this is the time to be alive. Those thoughts are becoming things. Those thought forms are manifesting themselves and crystallizing themselves into physical reality at rates like we've never seen before. So continue on. Continue on your journey. And I wish you nothing but the best on the pathway to your results. (laughs) 